0: Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnet, Illinois. This is a sermon from November 17, 2019, the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost. The sermon is entitled, Don't Get Distracted, and it's based on Luke, chapter 21, verses 5 through 28. It was preached by Pastor Mike Hale. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and the actions of our lives be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock, our Redeemer. Amen. Have you ever noticed how easy it is to get sucked in by negative stuff? It just brings you in like a whirlpool. I know sometimes we say that we should focus on the positive, but I think the only reason we say that so often is because what we tend to do is hold onto the negative and we let the positive go and so we need to tell ourselves to do the opposite. The news industry certainly understands this, right? Whenever something bad happens, whether it's a, a scandal, a natural disaster, uh, whatever it is, it it will trump. It will take precedent over whatever good is happening in the world. That will be the first thing that they focus on. But They're not the only ones. This is true with us as well. Maybe you've been driving on the road and there's an accident. What happens when there's an accident on the road? You're driving along and you turn to look at what's going on instead of keeping your eyes focused on the road and driving straight ahead. Our readings today then present a little bit of a problem, right? Because there's a lot of scary stuff going on in those readings. In Malachi, we heard about a a day of fire that's coming, a day of destruction. Paul talks about wicked and evil men that are pursuing him. He talks about the danger of the evil one. And Jesus, too, That gospel reading, a really long one, was filled with what seems like doom and gloom. Jesus talked about the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem. He talked about the destruction of the city itself. He talked about wars and revolutions, pestilence, famine, earthquakes. Jesus even talked about the persecution of those who believe in him. And when you hear all of that, it, it can suck you in. You can get distracted by it. Distracted so that you no longer see anything else, but you drive off the road into the ditch of despair. So you hear all of that doom and gloom stuff and that's what you focus on. You look at that and it scares you to death so that you stop listening to everything else that's going on. You think that that becomes the only message there in Scripture, but that's not true. Yes, that was there in our readings, and it made up a lot of what was in those readings, but you can't be distracted by it and look at it as if that's the only thing that was there, that's the only message that Jesus gives, because that's not true but there are other distractions other distractions from hearing uh, readings like you heard this morning because some of you hear that and it mesmerizes you it sucks you in but there are others who have learned well from the ways of this world and you push away the negative and you focus on the positive but you do it in such a way that you close your ears to what Jesus said. Because you know that you don't want to think about that stuff. It's too dark, it's too scary. You, you know that it will bring you to a bad place and you'll never be able to be happy again. Just thinking about all of the terrible things that are, hap- are going to happen or are happening. But is ignoring what Jesus is saying ignoring that scary stuff really a good idea? Now, I know that we're supposed to focus on the positive, but if we apply that to Scriptures, if you choose to ignore those things that might be scary or difficult or negative, things that make you feel uncomfortable, is that really a sign of faith? Or is it instead a sign of unbelief, a sign that you only want to hear some of what God has to say, and there are other parts that, no thanks, I, I just don't want to listen to that. I guess what we have to know is, why does Jesus even talk about this stuff in the first place? Where does this come from? Why would Jesus talk about such negative and scary things? Well, in our reading today, we find out, right? Jesus' disciples are the ones that kind of bring up this discussion because they're there in Jerusalem at the temple and they are admiring the temple. All of the the wonderful buildings there and how impressive it is. And Jesus says, you see all this, right? You know it's all going to be destroyed. It's all going to go away. What is Jesus trying to do there? Jesus is trying to make sure that the disciples' hope is placed not in a building, but in him. Because if their hope is in that building, what will happen when that building is no longer there? Instead, Jesus says, he is the temple. He is the Son of God. He is God's presence there among them. And so they need to look to Him. Their hope is not bound to a building. It is bound to a person, to Jesus. And our hopes are bound to that same person. Our hopes are bound to Jesus, who Himself is bound to His Word and to His sacraments. This is where we look for Jesus' presence among us. And Jesus assures the disciples and assures us that he is present. He is there, even in times of difficulty and in suffering. They are not alone. He is with them through thick and through thin. And when you start to understand this, I think you get the big picture of what is going on in these readings. See, we can get distracted by those scary words. We can look at them, ponder them, and think that's all there is. Or we can look away from them and ignore them. But I think what Jesus is calling us to do is to look through these things to look through all of the scary things that can happen. Because it's only when we look through them that we see what is most important of all. That Jesus is there. Not just in our time of suffering, but he is there at the end of our suffering. See, Jesus didn't tell his disciples these things just to scare them. In fact, quite the opposite. He was so emphatic and clear in his speaking because he did not want them to be scared. He did not want them to be scandalized when all of these terrible things started to occur. See, for you and I, we need to be careful. We need to have our eyes wide open. We need to know that these things are happening and will happen. But listen to Jesus' words in the Gospel reading, because that's not the only thing he talked about, the big, dark, scary stuff. At the end, he told his disciples, you're not supposed to run and hide. You're not supposed to cower in fear. Do not be frightened. Instead, you need to stand up. You need to lift up your heads because your day of redemption is drawing near because the Son of Man will come again to put an end to all of this. And that means something for for all of us. See, it means that we must know that the end of the world is not the end. It's not the end. There is so much more yet to come. And so we must live our lives not as if each day was our last day. We must live our lives in such a way that we show to the world that we will not perish. Jesus said, even though death may come, you will not perish. Not a hair from your head See, your death has died. Death has been defeated. There on the cross, Jesus died and took your sins upon himself. On the third day he rose again, death has been conquered. And Jesus gives you life. Because of faith in Jesus, you have life. And it's not life of this world It's not an ordinary kind of life. It is everlasting life. Life that does not end. And so we must live our lives in such a way to show the world not that our lives are insignificant or unimportant, but rather that they have eternal significance and eternal importance. Because that is exactly what Jesus proves. Jesus brings us not words of terror, not words that are to scare us, but instead, if we don't get distracted, if we look through what Jesus says, we would understand that these are words of hope. Hope for all of us. An undying hope. So don't let the world steal your hope. Don't let the things that are negative, the things that that look like destruction, the things that look like doom and gloom, do not let those things steal your hope that is found in Jesus. The end is not scary. It is not frightening. Don't you see what wonderful news this is for us? In the Old Testament reading, Malachi talks about how there will be a day when the sun of righteousness will rise with healing in its wings. The end means that one day evil will come to an end. One day, suffering will come to an end. That there is a day when Jesus, our Lord and Savior, will come back. There will be a new heavens and a new earth, a new creation. We will live with Jesus. We will live with our brothers and sisters in Christ and that life will have no end. And in that place, there will be none of these dark and scary things. See, Jesus' words are not divine scare tactics. Jesus wants us to not be alarmed, to not be frightened, to not be distracted. Instead, look through the signs, the signs of the times. Look through them to that thing. No, to that person that they are pointing us to. We must stand up. We must lift up our heads because our day of redemption is drawing near. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, who is our Lord and victorious Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbonnais, Illinois. You can find this and other podcasts by going to stpaulslutheran.net and choosing an option at the top of the page. Thank you for listening and God's blessings.